Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We have the latest on Jimmy Uso following his DUI arrest yesterday. Plus... There was a big return and a title change at last night's Great American Bash. And AEW are planning another exploding barbed wire deathmatch. We'll talk about that in a bit. For Wednesday, July the 7th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Yesterday, news came down of Jonathan Fartu, known to you and I as Jimmy Uso, being booked in in the early hours of July the 6th at Escambia County, Florida prison on a charge of driving under the influence. Further documents obtained by TMZ Sport show that he was also receiving citations for running a red light and speeding. Uh, Since then, uh, we have had some reaction from WWE. Here to talk a little bit more about it is Mitch Wadden from Cultaholic.com. So, Mitch, what's the vibe backstage at WWE following Jimmy Uso's latest DUI arrest? Well, according to our friends over at WrestleVotes, the reaction's been uh, pretty much what you'd expect, Tom. WWE management are reportedly extremely disappointed and legitimately peed off over uh, Jimmy Uso's recent DUI arrest. Um, The report claims that they've spoken to two sources uh, regarding the arrest and uh, a few few high-level people in power apparently are are very unhappy with the news that, once again, Jimmy Uso has been arrested on a DUI offence. So, Mitch, bring us up to speed. What led to the arrest yesterday morning? So, yeah, news began to break here in the UK in the uh, around yesterday lunchtime. Uh, TMZ Sports was reporting that Uso, according to prison records they had seen, had been booked on a misdemeanor DUI charge. Uh, further documents show he was also hit with citations for speeding and running a red light. Now, this report indicates that Uso was pulled over by police on Monday evening in Florida. Uh, The police say he had ran a red light and was clock speeding at 50 miles an hour in a 35 zone. Uh, Uso was then questioned by the officers and they say the WWE SmackDown star was visibly swaying when they asked him to get out of the car. Uh, Uso also confirmed to them that he consumed alcohol before driving. Uh, Because of that, he was then subject to a blood alcohol content breath test. And the report indicates he was well above Florida's legal limit, at which point he was arrested, uh, taken to a local uh, cell holding facility, and his bond was set at $500. 
I want to give a bit of credit here to uh, coldholic.com uh, news writer Aidan Gibbons. He has verified this information uh, personally. Unfortunately, Mitch, this isn't a first-time offence for Jonathan Fartu, is it? No, sadly, this isn't the first uh, DUI-related offence for Jonathan Fartu. He was uh, arrested on suspicion of DUI in July 2019 as well. Uh, that case went to court, but a jury later found him not guilty. He was also charged and convicted of DUI in 2011 in Florida. And there's been some other instances relating to alcohol problems as well. Um, in 2019, there was an instance of uh, of confronting a police officer and other instances over the last decade as well with Jonathan Fatu. When something like this happens in the real world, the wrestling world needs to go to one side because this is a repeat offence. There is clearly a case where Jonathan Fartu needs some help and support. Having said that, he's currently involved with Roman Reigns and probably the hottest storyline WWE has going. So, Mitch, what do you think happens from here? I really hope and pray that they don't make this part of WWE canon, that this doesn't become storyline-based. That was my first thought upon reading it because of the... um, gravitas of the storyline that Uso is currently involved in with his cousins uh, I, I imagine WWE will be reluctant to remove him from from television but as we've just touched on Tom this is not a first offense as WrestleVotes is a uh, uh, report says this isn't a first time mistake this is a poor lack of judgment from Uso that has happened on multiple occasions so while WWE will be reluctant to pull the trigger in regard to removing Uso from the storyline one questions whether they have any other option. For the latest on this story as it develops, check out cultaholic.com. My thanks to Mitch Wadden for joining me this morning. Simply cannot count Io Shirai out of this one. Even when she's down, she's never out. Speaking of down, I haven't seen Zoe Stark. Io Shirai, what the? Shirai and Zoe Stark 
that was the moment from NXT's Great American Bash that we saw a big return and a title change all within about 90 seconds. Turns out that battery charging video that we've been seeing for the last couple of weeks on NXT, it was the battery of Tegan Knox. Now at 100%, she appeared on the top of the ramp leading to a distraction for Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, who were midway through their NXT Women's Tag Team title defense, consequently costing them the match. And Zoe Stark and Io Shirai, as a consequence, are the new NXT Women's Tag Team champions. Post-match, Tegan Knox gets in, gets into it with Candice LeRae, uh, beating her down in the ring before chasing her out of the CWC, leaving Stark and Shirai to celebrate as the fourth ever women's tag team champions in NXT. Tegan Knox, as we know, made a return in ring just the other day at the Thunderdome in a dark match for Monday Night Raw. No doubt testing whether Tegan Knox uh, was 100% back and ready to go. Also maybe trying a out for something on the main roster. I, I do believe that Tegan Knox, who WWE have really persevered with through numerous injuries, uh, is is on the verge of becoming a big star on the main roster. I think they've got a lot of energy uh, they want to put behind Tegan Knox, and I think she's going to finish up her time in NXT, this feud with Candice LeRae, and then head up to, to Raw or SmackDown. I'd be fine with that one. Uh, this is a welcome return for Tegan Knox. We talked extensively yesterday about the series of injuries that have dogged Tegan since she joined WWE, tearing both ACLs and having a, a long amount of time on the shelf between them as well. It's been a heartbreaking journey for Tegan Knox, and I'm hoping that this is the one where we really see what one of the finest that Wales has ever created. The artist formerly known as Nixon Newell has to truly offer as part of WWE. Also last night on NXT, we found out that uh, we're going to get Samoa Joe back in the ring. Kind of. Not, not, in, not in that way. Next week, Karrion Cross defends his NXT title against Johnny Gargano. And Samoa Joe is going to be the guest referee for that match. This is possibly building to an in-ring return for Samoa Joe. You can't help but feel they're sizing him up for a few potential opponents in NXT for that one match that he is, in his own words, absolutely going to have. Full rundown of last night's NXT Great American Bash special can be found at cultaholic.com. Also last night on NXT, the breakout tournament participants were revealed. We can confirm the eight wrestlers taking part uh, in the tournament to determine a challenger for a title of their choosing. Uh, Trey Baxter, formerly Blake Christian. He's competed for GCW and Impact Wrestling in the past. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, formerly known as Christian Casanova. He's part of Beyond Wrestling. He was part of Northeast Wrestling as well, a mainstay of Northeast Wrestling, actually. Andre Chase, formerly Harlem Bravado, uh, very much a part of Evolve Wrestling when WWE took it over. Talking of Evolve, Josh Briggs in this tournament as well. He was the final ever Evolve champion, and this could be a real breakout moment for him, pun intended. Ike Manjiro, who we've seen on 205 Live, but also uh, was a part of All Japan, DDT Pro, and Wrestle One as well as Jiro Kurashio. I, th I I like the idea of Ike Manjaro being part of the main of main NXT 
gang. I really, really do. Odyssey Jones. You've got to believe WWE have a soft spot for Odyssey Jones. Former college football player for Syracuse Orange. He is a big boy. He could cause some trouble. And Duke Hudson, who you know, you don't know the name, but if I said to you, Brendan Vink, formerly on WWE Raw during the Performance Center era, quite heavily featured there, looked like he was potentially going to be a part of a faction with Shane Thorne and MVP before that all went very quiet. But this is another roll of the dice for Brendan Vink, a guy that we know that Vince McMahon is very high on as well. You know, big lad causing some bother uh, duke hudson rounding out those eight that will be competing in the breakout tournament that kicks off next week lots of nxt news today uh, we know that roderick strong is staying with the brand it was confirmed by fightful select that he has agreed a contract extension this was just before he re-debuted as part of the diamond mine obviously there was some question whether or not Roderick would stick around for another run in NXT and he signed on the dotted line to be a part of something that whilst is similar to where he was before as part of the Undisputed Era is different enough uh, to keep him intrigued. This is part of a real push to highlight the Cruiserweight division more, not so much in just title matches but also stories revolving around the Cruiserweight Championship. The Diamond Mine uh, are going to be a, a big part of that piece of, uh, of the, the, the Cruiserweight slash 205 Live puzzle. So I'm up for Roderick Strong leading the Diamond Mine. Uh, well, it won't be him leading it. Obviously, it's Malcolm Bivens, but you get the idea. Talking of the Cruiserweights, the Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship uh, in conversation over the last few hours. So in a post on Instagram by former WWE star Jack Gallagher. He's actually revealed that WWE have a set of Cruiserweight tag team titles not only made, but stored and ready to go. He says apparently they were in a props truck since the first week uh, of 205 Live, and they're just sitting on them waiting to decide what to do with them. I mean, the belt, you can see a picture of the belt at cultaholic.com later on today, but it's... I don't... I mean... No issue with a Cruiserweight tag team title. Again, adding some depth to that Cruiserweight division. But I kind of feel like WWE's got enough belts at the moment. I don't think <laughs> I don't think adding another double title uh, is truly the way to go. I love the idea, though. If we weren't so heavy laden with championships at the moment, I'd probably be all for it. We have a health update on Terry Funk since there were conversations emanating from Don Morocco's podcast about the health of Terry Funk. So Morocco has said that Terry Funk is living in assisted living facility and is dealing with dementia. A PW Insider and Terry Funk's official Twitter have confirmed this. Uh, he is indeed dealing with issues and has been for some time that have gotten progressively worse over the last year as a result of the passing of his wife, Vicky. So he is in assisted living right now. And what was amazing to see was when this news came down about Terry Funk, the... The, the internet lit up with, with incredible Terry Funk stories. He is so beloved, is Terry Funk. Just one of the, the best that wrestling will ever know. And it's not just about the in-ring stuff. There are stories that came down about Terry Funk that, that will always make you make you smile. Like, and amazed that he, he has done as much as he has for as long as he has. Uh, there's a great story that was shared within our work chat that I'd like to share with you. Terry Funk was a regular in FMW. Uh, one story that Segikawa loved to tell about 
Terry Funk's run in FMW was, after a match, Funk was tired and thirsty and grabbed Sekigawa's water bottle. Problem is, Sekigawa had kerosene in the bottle, which he used to help him blow fire. Funk guzzled it down and said, this tastes like shit. Sekigawa kept telling him over and over, it's not water, it's for my fire gimmick. And Funk started screaming, no, 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 I said it tastes like shit. Like, how Terry Funk is, is still going all the, after all these years, considering he drank kerosene. <laughs> Uh, stories of Terry Funk are all over Twitter today. Just search Terry Funk and you'll you'll be just a few seconds away from some amazing Terry Funk tales. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sign up to WrestleCrate and use the code word CULTAHOLIC to get yourself in your first official crate a signed photo of WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true! It's damn true! Enter CULTAHOLIC when you sign up for yours at WrestleCrate.co.uk. Kingston protecting Moxley. And I know this must pain Eddie to do this, but yeah, yeah. he's doing the right thing. All right, we're going to get some medical attention in here, I think. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. That was the conclusion to AEW's first ever exploding barbed wire death match, one that left a weird taste in the mouths of wrestling fans. Tony Khan has addressed it in a conversation on the Dan LeBatard show. 
Tony explained what happened with the explosion. He says, I was trying to be too safe and I let the professionals handle the stuff and the guys who don't understand wrestling, a professional pyrotechnic guy, they totally shit the bed. I ended up not paying them. $100,000 they ended up refunding for all the expenses of the match. I ended up not paying for the exploding barbed wire death match, which I shouldn't have. They screwed up royally. We put together something great. Kenny and John worked their asses off, and all they had to do was set up the final explosion. This is because we use professional pyrotechnic people who are supposed to know, saying that had he had wrestling minded folk on board something like this could have been avoided he then goes on to say the next time we do this and i will do it again because the match drew everything john and kenny did up until that point was outstanding and it wasn't their fault it didn't go off long story short it was a long time ago and we've bounced back since then that was three months ago and everything's been pretty perfect and it couldn't have gone much better i was really grateful that the next pay-per-view was up and did a big number but the key thing in there is him saying the next time we do this and I will do it again because the match drew. Despite the way that it went down, AEW will be doing another exploding barbed wire death match. Maybe, maybe this time we, we hire pyrotechnic people who have at least watched one exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> you know that the one they actually end up doing is just going to be completely OTT. And I'm very much here for it. A brand new episode of Desert Island Graps drops later today. This is where I get wrestlers, wrestling minds and notable wrestling fans to come and have a chat about the three matches they would watch while stranded on a desert island. We also talk in great detail about their fandom as well. Today, I welcome YouTuber Daniel Layton onto the show. And I had an inkling that Dan Layton was a was a wrestling fan, but it turns out he's a massive wrestling fan. And we go into details of not only his brief dalliances in the world of professional wrestling, but also an encounter he had with a WWE star that he would sooner forget. Uh, before we go any further into your fandom, um, tell me about meeting Xavier Woods when you were pissed. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, context. This was no I was context. In... <laughs> I was in America. Uh, we were there for VidCon, uh, which is short for Video Convention, um, which is the uh, you know American YouTube gathering extravaganza. It was my first time being in LA. I was so excited. Um, and my friends had just done a big screening of this, the show that they'd worked on for a really long time. We were all feeling very vibey, very excited. And then Brexit happened. And it was like, uh-oh, what is the future going to look like? I remember it was like pandemonium for all the Brits in the hotel. Like we were running over to get cash out because the pound was just doing like a low like graph. It was going down. And we we're like, oh my God, I have no money. Like my money's not worth it here. So we ran out and got cash out. Like, and then it's like, screw it. We're just going to go to this party, right? So we went to a party. My friend is uh, works with the people who run VidCon. So at these kind of conventions, you get given drinks tokens. So you can only have like a couple. Well, she had all the drinks tokens. <laughs> so we were like, let's use them, I guess. Um, and got bladdered. And then the next thing I know, Xavier Woods is there. And I'm like, half not sure whether or not this is real. But then it makes logical sense because, you know, up, up, down, down. Like, yeah, he's, he would be a VidCon. <laughs> so um, I uh, obviously was like, well, I have to. So I went over and 
the guy was the nicest person in the world and you have to be the nicest person in the world to deal with whatever the hell I was that night because <laughs> I was like it was like that whole thing of he was like oh thanks for being really kind man and I was like telling him how great he was and he's like oh thanks very much I was like no thank you for all the sacrifices you made oh my god you're so cool I really you're, you're so great and then I was like grab a picture and he's like yeah and I'd love to show you the picture but unfortunately um, the picture is is like abstract art. It's like you can vaguely make out the idea that Xavier Woods might be there, but <laughs> who knows what the rest of the picture is? What if it wasn't Xavier Woods? I well, that's a real possibility, and I don't. What want if to it's like a Mandela thing, and you've mem- yeah. you've remembered meeting him, and just some it's really just, confused guy? Like it's just my friend Jack. Like, dude, <laughs> you were so weird last night. I have no idea. Have yeah. you have you had encounters with other wrestlers uh, over there? Because I can imagine quite a few of them will come to things like VidCon, like you say, because Xavier Woods mm. has his own channel. Uh, but have you encountered any other ones? Well, here's a little bit of a uh, little bit of trivia. Oh. I used to train to wrestle myself. Mm. Yeah, back in the day, I've done it a few times. So I, I, when I was 14, I was training in Hammerlock in Kent, and nice. um, yeah, and I uh, wrestled on the same show as one Fergal Devitt now known uh, around the world as Finn Balor. So. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, 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 I tell you what, then. Let's 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 follow the, the road to uh, Leighton Mania that was yeah. the show with Fergal Devitt. So what made you decide to go, actually, I'm sick of watching it. I want to be in it. What made you do every that? every fan has that kind of fantasy at some point, don't they? Yeah, like, it's true. I'd love to have a go. And I was just Googling around and found that there was a wrestling school down the road from where I lived. And I was like okay and you're 14 you're like sure i can do this like i was never going to be world champion like look at me <laughs> listen to me talk this is this is who i am um <laughs> but i was like and i've always been this way i was like well but i could be fun so i went and um trained there for like a year and a half and they did shows there was a show in in maidstone which is where i grew up and i asked if i could be on it and they said yes and it was part of a uh like a uh, they call it a riot match, which basically meant that if you land on your back, like 30 people, if you land on your back in the ring, you're out. So, you know, it's kind of a battle royal. Just get a lot of people on the card, get a lot of people show experience. Mm. Uh, so I was part of that. Um, <laughs> and my, uh, they used to call me Mark. Two reasons. Number one, because there were a lot of Dan's there and they thought my name was Mark. But number two, I was a Mark. So it was Mark. like, you know, they were like, okay, we're gonna like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I was like, they were like, what's your name? And I hadn't figured out a name yet for the ring announcer. And he was like, we're just like, I'll just go with Mark. I was like, okay, Mark. And the guy was like, I'll just make a note that you're young next to you so I know which one you are. And then I'm like, walking down the ramp, like feeling like a million books. Like, oh my God, this is next level. I am on a wrestling show. I am the shit. And I'm walking down the ramp and this kid is like, oh my God, he's a teenager. And I was like, yeah, I was like playing a heel kind of thing. <laughs> and then the, the announcer goes, it's young Mark. And I like stumbled. I was like, oh, that's not cool. All cool is on the floor now at this moment. <laughs> so yeah. And then, but I had so much fun that I asked if I could do a show the next day, which was in Ashford. Um, and that's where um, I, I, I subsequently went back and looked at the, the list of people that were there and spotted the name of the Devitt. And I was like, oh my God, what a claim to fame that is. 
YouTube star Daniel Layton chooses three wrestling matches that he would watch while stranded on a desert island, on a brand new desert island graps, later today on the Cultaholic podcast feed. Check out our YouTube channel right now as we are putting all the major WWE video games into a tier list. No Mercy is very much looked after in this list, you'll be glad to know. Uh, Plus, check out 10 wrestlers who you didn't know were part of ECW. Some names that even I didn't know, and I've been doing this thing for far too long. Check out the list right now at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. For the latest on the Jimmy Uso situation, as that story continues to unfold throughout the day, we will have the very latest for you at cultaholic.com. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. 